Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. This is Barry Lank in Los Angeles, and it's a million degrees out here. So I've got a collection of sketches that are set in our city of Los Angeles, the city you love to hate. I mean, I don't know you, but I know what you people think. So I'm kind of sort of from here. I grew up about 30 miles away, and I've been coming to L.A. my whole life. So a few facts. This is kind of a boom town that kept booming. In 1880, Los Angeles had a population of 11,000 people. 11,000. That was smaller than Springfield, Illinois at that point. We got all our water from a ditch. 50 years later, L.A. had become the fifth largest city in America. Now it's second. The population of the county has doubled just in my lifetime, and I'm not exactly 100 years old. I mean, I'm not exactly 30 years old either, but anyway. Second, we used to have cowboys, and you still kind of see the signs. Uh, The studio where we record our sketches, Sunset Gower, used to have real cowboys hanging around nearby trying to work as film extras. Two of these guys actually had a gunfight in the mall across the street in 1940. Third, it smells like marijuana everywhere. Like, I've been on a motorcycle on the freeway coming into downtown, and I've smelled pot on the freeway. Anyway, welcome to L.A., You can't afford a house here. We have many, many people living in the street. And nobody eats gluten. This is the Final Edition Radio Hour. This is the city. Each year, millions of thought explorers come here to create dynamic content. When a customer connects to a brand, they get stoked. Sometimes they get hyper-stoked. When that happens, I go to work. I carry an iPhone 6 Plus. The content you're about to consume is literally true. The names have been changed to protect brand identity. The New Millennials. It was Wednesday, March 18th. It was epic in Los Angeles. We were working the day watch out of the confusing tattoo division. Our thought leader is Troy. My partner is Tatiana. My name is Crystal, spelled with a K. We got like a text. It was Troy. He wanted to see us in his idea room next to the vision board. A-S-A-P. You wanted some FaceTime? Awesome. Thanks for coming. I'm pumped. 
you need to vision this PowerPoint presentation. We got a tip someone was making fun of Kickstarter. Uh-huh. Where are they now? At the Alston Yacht Club. You mean that artisanal cocktail place on Sunset? No, Tatiana. You're thinking of Alumet, which is closing on June 23rd. For literal? The Alston Yacht Club serves sushido peppers and pork belly with a cherry coke reduction on a bed of feta gratin. For reals. I know. Alumet's approach is totes inventive and seasonal. Innovative, yet somehow familiar. In your face, yet subtle. Rustic, yet elegant. Left, yet right. Up, yet down. No, yet yes. Is it just me? Or is anyone else here horny? Tatiana did oral on Troy while he Instagrammed it, and I live tweeted. It was now 1 p.m. We decided to Uber it over to the Alston Yacht Club. Tatiana verbiaged first. I'm Tatiana, and this is my partner, Crystal. With a K. Okay, which one's Crystal again? I am. And which one's Tatiana? I am. Okay, look, I can't tell you apart. OMG, dude. dude we're we're totes, totes different. LOL, etc., etc. Fuck, stop it. That's irritating even to me. Anyway, I'm Jared. I'll be your food administrator. Never mind that now. Is this the Alston Yacht Club? Yeah, but only until May 7th. Then we're Prado. Prado will feature almond bowls and crudite topped with atomized candy cap bitters and smoked salt. Uh-huh. Until it closes July 7th. Then we're opening up an artisanal noodle place. Called? No name. Why not? No, that's what it's called. No name. I don't get it. That's okay, because we're closing it before anyone knows about it. Relevance. We got a tip. You were running a Kickstarter campaign that was really getting people stoked. Awesome. That's right. Listen up. It's a Kickstarter campaign that will help fund the construction of a motorcycle ratcheting lever starting mechanism you can use with your foot. I don't get it. Don't get what? Kickstarter. You're using Kickstarter to fund the construction of a Kickstarter. Tits. Dude, it's not funny. So what? My impression score rose 15% among 18 to 34-year-olds. Let me tell you something, mister. Don't ever use a Kickstarter campaign as a joke. Kickstarters for serious issues, like raising $60,000 to buy a van for your band when you're already independently wealthy. You want humor? Try go fund me. For literal, dude. On flick. Okay. Anyone want to listen to Drake while having butt sex? The content you have just consumed is true. The names have been changed to protect brand identity. On March 22nd, a TED Talk was held in the lobby of Chango's Coffee Roasters across the street from Flounce, the clothing boutique. In a moment, the results of that talk. Jared's Kickstarter campaign to help fund the construction of a Kickstarter was deemed way too meta and therefore an epic fail. Jared is now listening to Drake while having butt sex. This is Food Beat, where we patrol the latest in food. This week's restaurant, Three Plates in West Los Angeles. I'm here at Three Plates on La Cienega talking to the owner, Ronnie Mason, who's also my waiter for tonight. Ronnie, why is your restaurant called Three Plates? Do you have three specialties you want to tell us about? No, this restaurant just has three plates for everybody. Are you done with your eggs? Well, I, I just got them, so... Because we no, need uh, that plate for the lady over there. Is he done with that plate yet? Shut up! That's Three Plates on La Cienega, and this is Food Beat. Man on the street! 
Marijuana is legal in the state of California now. The final edition asks the man on the street, what do you think? Wait, it wasn't legal before? Finally, we can make shoes and rope. Be like our boys in the service and smoke Chesterfield blunts. Well, it might be legal, but it still dries out your pussy a little bit too much when you're having the sexual relations. Mom! <laughs> you're smoking at the wrong place. No, it's legal. It's dangerous, man. My friend got beat to death with a marijuana cigar. Seriously, it was like blunt force trauma. Now I can finally watch the show Lost. Once you buy weed, your name is on a roll, and that's how they know to put you in for jury duty. I just heard Mary Jane is legal. I didn't realize she had a birthday. At long last, Dave is here. Yes, one step closer to PCP being legal. What are the other steps left to making PCP legal? Cocaine. That's it. You know, you can make shoes out of crack. This week, a Los Angeles man was convicted of murdering his live-in boyfriend, decapitating the victim's body, and hiding the body parts in Griffith Park. We now take you back to that horrible day when the Los Angeles Police Department cordoned off the gruesome crime scene. Good afternoon, Sergeant Jackson. I'm Lieutenant Johnson. What do we got here? It's a mess, Detective. Body parts everywhere. I just discovered the victim's left hand. Okay, where'd you put it? In the guy's trunk. He drove here? No, why do you ask? You just said you put the hand in his trunk. No, I meant his trunk. So he drove here? No, why do you keep asking me because that? Because you just said you put the hand in his trunk. I did. And where's his trunk? Two feet over there. I know there's two feet over there, but what I want to know is, where's his trunk? Two feet over there. Never mind that. Give me a hand. I can't. It's in his trunk. And where's his trunk? Two feet over there. I know there's two feet over there, but where's his trunk? Two feet over there. Ah, oh, forget it. Did you find his head? No, not in this neck of the woods, but I did find his shoulders. Where? Just below the headlands. I don't know where that is. That's okay, because I put his shoulders in his trunk. I thought you said he didn't drive here. He didn't. Why do you ask? You just said you put his shoulders in his trunk. No, I meant his trunk. And where's his trunk? Two feet over there. I know there's two feet over there, but where's his trunk? Two feet over there. Never mind that. Give me a hand. I can't. It's in his trunk. And where's his trunk? Two, two feet, feet over, over there. there. Look, I know there's two feet over there, but where's his hand? In his trunk. Okay, let me get this straight. You can't find the head. Right. And you put the hand and shoulders in his trunk. Uh-huh. Which is... Two feet over there. I know where the feet are. Oh. Oh, good. I see at least you found his shins. How'd you manage to do that? Easy. Simple legwork. Gah! Welcome to Hollywood's longest-running game show, Are They Being Ironic? The show where hip young people utter something naive or objectionable, and our contestant tries to figure out if they could possibly be serious. Our contestant tonight just arrived from the Midwest and has no clue what's going on. Please welcome Brian Wesolowski. Thank you so much for having me. Ah, those nice Midwestern manners. 
How do you like Hollywood so far, Brian? Oh, it's great. Uh-huh. Everybody's so positive yeah. about everything and sure. supportive. And yeah. <laughs> it sounds like everybody has a major TV deal. And they're always coming and going from auditions. And they probably live in big houses in the hill and not a little studio apartment yeah, sure. like mine. No. And producers are always calling them. And- oh, my God. You have no idea. Okay. Let's just play. Here's your first clip. This was recorded yesterday. Listen carefully. People always have the wrong impression. Scientology isn't a cult. Seriously, I am not a cult member. And all those Scientology buildings around town, they're not just empty. They're they're doing stuff in there. Okay, Brian, you have 10 seconds. Was she being ironic? Can I ask a question? Go ahead. Where was this recorded? At the corner of Sunset Boulevard and L. Ron Hubbard Way. Oh, she meant it. That is correct. Wow, and you only just got here. Okay, round two, things get a little harder. This was recorded at the Warner Brothers production lot on a Tuesday just after lunch. Listen carefully. Uh, yeah, bro, I can see going forward on that concept. You just got to adapt it to like a comic book franchise, man. You don't own any rights to say, I don't know, Beetle Bailey. Okay, Brian. Was he being ironic? No way. That's so exciting. That guy's getting a production deal. Ooh, no, I'm sorry. That quote-unquote producer is not moving ahead with that project at all. Nor does he even have the power to actually produce anything. So why is he wasting that guy's time? And on to round three. Things get even harder here, Brian. Listen carefully. Maybe we had sex and didn't know it? But, you know, that's just my Pisces rising. Brian, was that... Ironic. I want to say he doesn't even know anymore. Good work, Brian. Really tough question. Okay, you've got two correct. You need at least three to win. Are you ready? I was born ready. Seriously? Yeah. Okay, Brian, listen carefully. Of course you didn't get the call back. You're the wrong type for an action movie. And the Jews run everything. All right, Brian. Is she racist or is she making fun of racists? Oh, that's not ironic. She meant it. Correct. And that was a hard one. How did you know? (laughs) Because it's true. I mean, we even know that in Wisconsin. Also, you know those steel doors and sidewalks? Jews hide there and kidnap blonde girls off the street. Okay, that's our time. Come back tomorrow. You won't believe what people really think on Are They Being Ironic? Hello, children. This is the story of Stuart, the friendly SUV. Stuart wasn't like all other SUVs. His SUV mother, an SUV father, and SUV brothers and sisters all looked down on other cars. They look like ants. His brother said. We are so high and they are so low. We don't even speak to their kind. His mother said. They should be thankful we even let them on the road. The nurses are stealing from me. His father said. For his father was very old. Where are my shoes? But whenever Stuart saw a tiny car or motorcycle, he would rush up and give it a great big hug. I love you. What the hell is wrong with you? His brother didn't understand. I don't understand. His mother didn't understand. I don't understand. His father didn't understand. 
His father didn't understand anything. The Armenian genocide is a lie. And the other cars didn't understand. Let's all dance! Damn it, stay in your own lane! But one day, Stuart was driving north on the 605 toward the Interstate 5 interchange, which is always fucking terrible, by the way, when he met someone different. Hi, I'm a rented moving van driven by a kid who got his license a week ago. Will you be my friend? Let's kiss on the mouth. Oh, boy. And the moral is, intimacy equals death. You are alone because you are supposed to be. No one deserves love, least of all you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Food Beat, where we patrol the latest in food. This week's restaurant... Two Plates in West Los Angeles. I'm here at Two Plates on La Cienega talking to the owner, Ronnie Mason. Ronnie, didn't there used to be a restaurant here called Three Plates? <sighs> yeah, we broke one of the plates. Finish your sandwich. When is it my turn to use the plate? Shut up! Shut the hell up! Why do you keep coming here, you hag? That's Two Plates on La Cienega, and this is Food Beat. And now an exclusive final edition interview with another possible Republican candidate for president, former Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. Thank you for being here, Governor. I have some questions I want to ask you. What's the first thing you do as president? Please be specific. First, I will ask the waitress to bring me some tea and then go into the bathroom and put her finger into her vagina and bring it back for me for inspection. Then I will open the books and put my tongue up the ass of the people of California. What's your greatest environmental concern? Mars needs air. Many are wondering, is that a German or Austrian accent? Neither. I am retarded. Arnold, what's your favorite Beatles song? Hear that unto everywhere. What's your favorite TV show? BJ unto bear. Truth or? Dare. What are you not wearing? Underwear. What's your favorite food storage container? Tupperware. And you put it in? Frigidaire. What's your attitude? Devil may care. What do you do when you get out of a cab? Pay the fare. What's not what you used to be? Old gray mare. Favorite fruit? Pear. Complete this song lyric. Not even the? Chair. Favorite musical? Yeah. What is this? Nightmare. When you're old, you need good? Healthcare. And sometimes they put you in a? Wheelchair. Favorite pants? Wash and wear. Shop and? Compare. It's not polite to? Stare. Depths of? 
of Despair. McNeil. Yeah. Author of Tartuffe. Molière. Yeah. Sunny End. Yeah. Grandmother Dies, You're the Soul. Yeah. What don't you want on a windshield? Yeah. Elevator's broken. What do you do? Take the stairs. Who's the actress who used to date Burt Reynolds? Well, Gina Shore. What did Gertrude Stein say about Oakland? There's no yeah, yeah. Old Mother Hubbard went to the cupboard to give the poor dog a bone. When she came down, the cupboard was bad. Women shave with yeah. blank loose in the Playboys. Gary. Are you going to Scarborough? Yeah. Obama? Yeah. Who wants to be a millionaire? Tiananmen? Square. Like a yeah. type of upholstery you might find in a 1938 Packard sedan? More hair. It's a jungle out. Yeah. Some people say not to worry about the yeah. Some people never had experience with yeah. Fetch me that gin, son, before I tan your hide. Can't get from this cabin going no. Yeah. Some people say not to worry about the hair. Some people never had experience This is the community calendar for Orange County, California. Tonight, Lamplighter Pizza at 9 p.m. A middle-aged man in short pants will be drinking beer and loudly discussing Van Halen for three hours. That's Lamplighter Pizza, 9 p.m. to midnight. Thursday, 8 p.m. at the Tortoise Bar in Tustin, Emmeline from HR will say the Holocaust never happened. No one at Emmeline's table will know what she's talking about. That's 8 p.m., the Tortoise Bar. Friday at El Hacienda Restaurant in Costa Mesa. It's trivia night as three men monopolize the conversation at their table recalling pointless stories from high school. Their wives will want to kill themselves all night Friday at El Hacienda. That's this week's community calendar for Orange County, California. the feel-good movie of the year. Charles Manson in Seven Funerals and a Wedding. Do you, Charles Manson, take this damaged refugee from a family in the Midwest to be your lawfully wedded wife? Look, man, I'm a mirror to your society, and I give Manson what you think he's got coming for air, trees, water, and you, and I will pray for Manson what you think Manson got coming. The music has to make Manson into a Brexit devil, and I'm sure you want some of what I got from what I got. It's a far out balance, man. Beyond good and bad, right? Wrong. What you don't do is what I will do, and what you did, I sing along and let it roll, man, and a life said. Close enough. And Star, do you take this 80-year-old hippie to be your ultimate fuck you to your parents to have and to hold in a serious marriage contract that happens to be legally binding until your subsequent arrest? Well, Richard Speck was taken. Fine. If anyone has any objection, let him speak now and forever hold his peace. Really? Somebody? <sighs> All right. Then by the power vested in me by the state of California, I now pronounce you Manson and wife. You may now do whatever you want, obviously. And now it's time to cut the cake. Ah! <laughs> Headquarters of the Los Angeles Police Department. Chief, I just got off the phone with dispatch. They find a body at Alvarado and Sunset. Strangled again. Damn it. All right, people, listen up. Looks like we got a serial killer on our hands. I'm deploying every man we've got. Until we learn more about this character, we're calling him... 
the Hollywood Strangler. Uh, Chief, not to be nitpicky. What is it, Davis? Well, uh, Alvarado and Sunset isn't really Hollywood. What do you mean? It's right there. Hollywood. No, no, it's too far east. It's more like Echo Park. And the murder before that was at Crenshaw and Pico, which is well into central L.A. All right. Until we learn more about this character, we're calling him the Hollywood-adjacent strangler. Uh, Hollywood-adjacent at Crenshaw and Pico? You're practically on Interstate 10. Hey, don't undersell those neighborhoods, people. Alvarado and Sunset has great shopping, and you're within spitting distance of a Trader Joe's. The nearest Trader Joe's is three miles away, Chief. How far can you spit? I mean, Echo Park is a perfectly good neighborhood. You just can't call it Hollywood. And you can't rent out a one-bedroom apartment for more than $1,500. Look, it's got to be the Hollywood Strangler, or there's just no point chasing him. Trust me. I worked in New York City chasing the Park Slope rapist after a victim turned up on 3rd Avenue. Actually, 3rd Avenue isn't really Park Slope. I know! But nobody gives a crap about the Gowanus rapist. Just like nobody pays attention to an Echo Park Strangler or a Mid-Wilshire Mauler or a Tarzana Jewel Thief. I don't care if the next victim turns up in Reno. He's the Hollywood Strangler. You understand? All right, Chief. He's up. Okay, where do we start the investigation? We start by asking ourselves, why is this Strangler so obsessed with Hollywood? This is Food Beat, where we patrol the latest in food. This week, two glasses, one fork, and one plate in West Los Angeles. I'm here at two glasses, one fork, and one plate on La Cienega with the owner, Ronnie Mason. Ronnie, this place used to be called three plates because you only had three plates, then two plates when you broke one, then two forks. So I guess you only have two glasses, one fork, and one plate. Uh, How's business? Why do you come here? To remind me of my failures. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Just finish your goddamn omelet! Okay. Why do I always have to wait for the plate? It's okay. It's okay. Here, just just take the plate. I'm, I'm done anyway. I Oh. Hey, Ronnie! Go change your side again! Shut your head hole! You hideous pig woman! If this restaurant still had a knife, I would kill all of you! That's two glasses, one fork, and no plates on La Cienega. And this is Food Beat. We're thinking of opening a second restaurant on Pico. Hi, I'm Julia Roberts. And I'm Sarah Jessica Parker. Whenever we get a break from voiceovers or Revlon ads or whatever the hell it is we do now, we like to catch up on the final edition Radio Hour. That kind of trenchant cultural satire always makes me wonder why we don't hire their writers for something. But then we always forget to follow up on that. Yeah. We think you should listen to the final edition because the people who produce it, well, things aren't going to end well for them. Okay, ladies, it's time to get back on the movie set. Be right there, James Cameron. The final edition Radio Hour. 
It's the show you're listening to right now. And now, lesser-known Hollywood stories with Ron Tracy. Hi, I'm Ron Tracy, and here are a couple of Hollywood stories that maybe you haven't heard. Johnny Carson once asked Betty Davis the best way for an aspiring starlet to get into Hollywood. Ms. Davis replied, take Fountain Street. (laughs) Well, everybody knows that story, but here's something maybe you didn't know. It turns out that's actually kind of a dick thing to say. And a footnote to that story, a young actress happened to be watching the show that night, and that actress's name was Janet Hartzell. If that name sounds unfamiliar, it's because she never got a job in Hollywood, because Betty Davis didn't help her. No one did. A couple guys raped her, though. Another funny story, Walt Disney once told a reporter that, quote, I love Mickey Mouse more than any woman I have ever known. But less known is the reporter's response, which was, quote, Jesus Christ, Walt. That is the saddest thing I have ever heard. Why would you even say that? Unquote. Those are just a couple of the lesser-known Hollywood stories with Ron Tracy. It's 4 a.m. in Los Angeles, early Monday morning, and time once again for the weekly Parade of the Homeless. Sponsored by White Elephant Realtors, your one-stop shop if you're looking for that perfect four, five, or nine-bedroom home. I'm Ralph Touchett. And I'm Lori Stevens. We'll be covering the sights and pageantry as the LAPD wakes up the homeless, bursts up their encampments, and marches them from one random part of town to another. And it's going to be a beautiful day for it. Clear skies and a crisp... 42 degrees. There are sirens signaling the parade is on its way. And leading the march, as usual, is, uh... Ah, we think her name is Laura. She's a hundred-pound woman somehow pushing five shopping carts. Her core strength must be incredible. She ought to be a personal trainer in Hollywood. Sure, but you can't have mentally ill people working with celebrities. (laughs) That would be unheard of. And coming over the hill is the rest of the shopping cart brigade. Some of those are vintage. Look at that. A Jemco cart. Holy cow, they went out of business 30 years ago. And one of the marchers is reaching into his cart and throwing candy to the kids in the crowd. Is that candy? That's not candy. We want to pause for our sponsors, White Elephant Realtors. This week's hot home, a three-bedroom condemned property in Boyle Heights that was knocked off its foundations by a crash during a fatal drive-by shooting. Only $400,000. I'm not kidding. That was a real deal. Google it. Boyle Heights tragedy, hot home. Back to the parade. We've got a group coming around the corner who used to live in a massive tent city downtown. Was that before or after they lived in a massive tent city under the Interstate 405? Kind of in between. And of course, some of them are handing out their commercial headshots. If you're a casting agent, you might want to come out here to find that perfect homeless type. And here it is, the crowd favorite, the live-in campers and cars that can't park anywhere overnight anymore. Some of them went to the desert for a while, but now winter is over and it's 120 degrees out there. See the guy in the red van with the stickers all over it? You know, he has six Emmys for writing. Wow. Dreams really do come true in Hollywood. Finally, bringing up the rear, members of the Los Angeles Police Department who are unable to look anyone in the eye, not even each other. Deservedly so. We're all ashamed of them for doing this terrible thing that we're all making them do. That's about it for this week. Our sponsor again is White Elephant Realtors. Looking for a modest one-bedroom apartment in Los Angeles? Average rents are a breezy $1,700 a month. White Elephant Realtors, there's something for everyone.
And that's our show. This particular episode was written by Barry Lank, Jim Earl, and Steve Rosenfield, with the Man on the Street segment also written by Keith Saltajanes, Gil Barron, Chase O'Donnell, Sam Gerwitz, Mike Besaw, and Ben Kirshner. The show was performed by Barry Lank, Jim Earl, Steve Rosenfield, Keith Saltajanes, Gil Barron, Chase O'Donnell, Sam Gerwitz, Mike Besaw, Ben Kirshner, Ebby Parker, Jeff Hendricks, Jennifer Toole, Candice Martellaro, Kate Signala, and some woman's voice I can't recognize. This episode was produced and engineered by me, Barry Lank. My technical consultant at the UBN Studios is, as always, the mighty, mighty Kurt Carlson. I use a lot of music all the time from Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Our executive producers are Jeff Chrysler and Tony Hendra. If you're ever in L.A., I'll tell you where to get a good taco. But don't call me asking to hang out. That would be weird. <laughs>